What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into the Monday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt, a place where I will be probably more than I should be <laughs> over the next two weeks. So I'm on vacation for my radio show, but you're going to get the Daily Juice right here on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM every day. That means Christmas Eve. That means Christmas Day. That means New Year's Eve. And that means New Year's Day. So, really cool things. And since I'm kind of a psycho when it comes to work, and I can't stay completely inactive in the middle of this crazy time, Dave Sherapin and I are going to shoot a video today that will hit the YouTube channel for Betting Pros probably, uh, today's Monday, so probably maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. We're going to do a New Year's Six Bowl game breakdown from a betting perspective. Okay, so Dave and I are going to go through all six games, look at sides and totals, give you some recommendations on plays, where we think the line's going to go, and when to jump on it, when to bet it. Okay, so that's exciting. We're going to do that coming up tomorrow, or today rather. Tomorrow, I'm taped this overnight, so today on Monday. But my radio show, in case you guys have been listening to my radio show, I do appreciate you guys who have been tuning in to my radio show from the Daily Juice. Very nice of you guys to do that, but... I will be off, so I'm not there uh, for all of this week and all of next week. I'll be back on January the 4th for the new year, so I get to kind of relax a little bit. I will be back here every single night doing the Daily Juice podcast, but you're going to have to, I may not go as heavy as I normally would. I'm going to be a little bit more on the conservative side just because I'm going to try to decompress a little bit. And I'm not going to be as heavy into research. I'm going to try to get away from sports a little bit. I'll watch all the big games, all the games I'm going to have action on, I'm going to watch. And we'll still do, obviously, week 16 for the live streams. And we'll still do all the stuff we've been doing. You know, Dan Dan Harris and I are going to tape the podcast, uh, making our picks for the DraftKings contest and everything else. So it's just, it's getting towards the end. And this is a good time to kind of catch my breath a bit before we go back into the new year and we get to the postseason for the NFL and the NBA starts and everything else. So here's what I've got for you today. I've got one play on the NFL Monday Night Football game, and I've got one future to give you guys here today. So just two plays going. I'm going to skip the college basketball plays for tonight. There's nothing really that jumps off the off the page for me. I was kind of skipping around and going, all right, let's see. There's nothing really that does it for me. So all eyes are going to be on the NFL game tonight, and I'll give you a couple of prop bets that I'm staring at. I haven't bet it yet, but if you want a couple of props to look at, uh, we'll try to do that a little bit for you guys here. I haven't bet them yet. I probably will bet them, and if I do end up pulling the trigger on it, I'll give them, I'll give them to you in the Discord chat, uh, bettingpros.com slash chat to get into that. So, all right, so to recap Sunday, Saturday wasn't bad. Went 3-1 and one on Saturday, okay? So we had a good day on Saturday. Sunday was not good. We turn around after going one in uh, three and one to a one in three day. Went three and two on prop bet, so made back a little bit of money there. But pretty much, it's a four and five day overall, down two units. It's been sort of this like slow bleed out for the last ten days. So we had ten days of being red hot, and now ten days of just kind of giving it back slowly, which is not great, right? <laughs> not fun. But everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people got hit pretty hard yesterday and the day before, for that matter. Uh, it's been a rough couple of weeks for the public. It's been a rough couple of weeks for people that like to fade the public. I did have some plays that saved my bankroll that I didn't have on the podcast because I didn't trust myself. 
This weekend, I'm mad at myself for a couple of things. And I told you guys, I've been listening and talking to a lot of people. I've had a lot of people in my ear, a lot of people that I've been corresponding with, trying to figure out, you know, what side are they going to be on? And, you know, the Westgate Super Contest and the Circa Million and the DraftKings, my head just started to kind of swim a little bit and I got off track. So this is a great lesson about what happens when you're not seeing the board right you got to get away from it. Before, I was talking about when you're losing, like get away from everything. But when you're just kind of getting confused, you got to go back to the basics. You know when shooters aren't hitting shots and they're getting all crossed up, they just want to watch the ball go in the basket. Just get them to the free throw line, right? Hit a couple of free throws and you kind of feel like, okay, I feel better about what's happening. I feel like, you know, I watched the ball go in. I'm good. Or a golfer, right? You just want to get one in the fairway. You know, you... You're worrying about your shoulder turn and you're worried about your elbow being straight and your risk, you know, your, your wrist at impact and, you know, how quickly you're coming off the top of the swing. All the things that we do to kind of get ourselves crossed up. That's kind of where I am right now with betting. And so, I mean, I had the Saints plus three. I got to push on that. I told you Saints outright. I took the plus three just in case. I was heavy on the Patriots, dead wrong on the Patriots. I had contest plays and picks on the Patriots dead wrong on the Patriots. I thought the Vikings were going to clean the clocks of the Bears. Didn't happen. Vikings, again, just are a bad football team. I think I'm 0-3 this year betting on the Vikings. No more. <laughs> Luckily, I won't have to worry about it too much, but 0-3 on the Vikings. We are done with the Vikings. But I had the, the Patriots in a teaser, and both teasers would have hit if Bill Belichick had kicked a field goal where Matt Rule kicked the field goal on Saturday night. This is how I'm going, right? Before we got all the breaks. I don't know why Belichick didn't kick the field goal. If he kicks the field goal, the Patriots lose by seven. Matt Rule had that logic. He was eight and a half point underdogs. He went ahead and kicked the field goal. His team loses by eight. He covers. Now, I'm not saying Matt Rule was trying to cover, but he did that and it was huge. Bill Belichick, normally an analytical guy, gets down inside the 30-yard line and decides not to kick the field goal. I'm staring at my TV set going, he's going to kick it, right? He's going to kick it, right? And he didn't do it. So if he, if he does that, the Saints plus nine, that came through, that side of the teaser hit, Patriots hit, and we would have gone 2-0 on teasers. That would have pretty much saved the day. I mean, Belichick had the chance to pretty much have us be flat, and then that lost. Now we got the Saints... No, sorry. We got the Bucks and the Seahawks. We teased it down. Seahawks win by five. They don't cover for me in the Westgate or the Circa. My Westgate contest was 0-4-1 oh, in the Westgate, 2-3 in the Circa. Yay. Not good. <laughs> so really, when those picks are bad, I'm going to have a bad weekend. That's pretty much just how it's going to go. But we get the Bucks and... Uh, the Peralta two-team teaser, one of the two. So two and one for the Peralta two-team teaser on the weekend. So we are now officially 11 and six on the Peralta two-team teasers. I'll probably tease more next weekend. It's just end of the year. I do. I like teasing a lot. I like same game teasers. You guys have been around long enough. You know that where I'm at with that. So that was that was crazy. But maybe the biggest gift of the day, whether it be losing money or not, was the fact that the New York Jets won. And the L.A. Rams, which, by the way, now my Rams bet for the Rams to win the West kind of comes down to next weekend. Rams and the Seahawks for the West, essentially. Seahawks win that. They win the division. So Rams have got to win next week. They've got the tiebreaker on Seattle. 
so they end up with the same record. The Rams win the division, but man, it's a big game coming up next weekend that I'll be very invested in and very excited for. But, you know, the Rams lose to the Jets. And now Trevor Lawrence, as long as the Jags don't screw it up, the Jags will get Trevor Lawrence. Comments after the Jags' loss on Sunday were really interesting because Doug Marone was asked, who, by the way, probably will not be the coach of the Jaguars. This is the biggest bleep you moment. Let's play this out for a second. Doug Marone knows he's not going to be the coach of the Jaguars next year. Doug Marone knows if the Jaguars get Trevor Lawrence, he is 100% not coming back. They're going to bring in a new coach for Trevor Lawrence. The Jags are currently sitting on Trevor Lawrence unless they win. Mitchell Trubitsky and the Bears are the opponent coming up. The line opened at 7. It moved a half a point today. A half a point after the, after the lines came out. You would figure the lines would just rush. Everyone would rush to bet the Bears, right? Bet the Bears, bet the Bears. People have to hold their breath a little bit on this because of Doug Marone. A good soldier who had a job waiting for him next year, knowing that Trevor Lawrence would be there to coach, he would tank, right? Not Doug Marone. Doug Marone can win that game against the Bears and screw it up and give the pick back to the Jets. Watch that, okay? I'm just telling you, watch out for the Jaguars to beat the Bears. You know I hate the Bears, but and I hate Trubitsky. Just watch out. <laughs> All I'm saying is, watch out. The Jaguars very well might try to win a game this coming weekend and screw the whole thing up. If I was the owner of the Jaguars, I would fire Doug Marone today. I would install an, an entire new interim coaching staff that had no clue what they were doing, no business coaching NFL football, to guarantee me Trevor Lawrence, which will set my franchise up for the next decade. You do not miss on Trevor Lawrence. You do not blow this opportunity unless you are Doug Marone and you know you're not going to be there next year. Then you do that. <laughs> then you go to screw it up. Uh, watch, just watch. That's all I'm saying is just watch this game coming up this weekend. All right, before I give you the picks, you guys know about the BetMGM offer. You guys can bet a $1 money line wager on the Steelers or the, or the Bengals tonight at BetMGM using the promo code JUICE100 for new users, and you'll win $100 in free wagers if either team scores a touchdown tonight on Monday Night Football. Use that promo code JUICE100 and visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. You must be physically located in Tennessee, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, or West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Hold on. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and Nevada. 100-GAMBLER in New Jersey and West Virginia. Or 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. All right. So like I said, we're not going to overthink this. We're just going to be very quick, uh, quick and, and simple here. Pittsburgh tees down to 8. And we're teasing the total up to 46. And we're taking the under. Why? Because some guy named Ryan Finley is starting at quarterback for the Bengals. That's why. <laughs> Ryan Finley is horrible. His stats so far this year, 19 pass attempts, 10 completions, 75 yards, 2 interceptions, and 7 sacks. 7 sacks. <laughs> uh, the Bengals are bad, but Brandon Allen was starting over this guy. So now you don't have Joe Burrow, you don't have Brandon Allen, and now you have Ryan Finley starting at quarterback for the Bengals tonight against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, by the way, are really, really angry. 
Sure, since he's at home, okay, but the weather's not going to be nice. It's going to be cold, 40 degrees, there's rain in the forecast, a little, you know, 10 to 15 mile per hour breeze, nothing serious, but it's not going to be fun. It's December in Ohio. Do you want to be outside at night playing football? Probably not. Do you want to be playing in a game that means nothing to you? Probably not. But the Pittsburgh Steelers need to right this ship. Ben Roethlisberger needs to get rolling here. I don't think... I mean, we're talking 10 points here, okay? That's the maximum, and I'm not in love with this Steelers offense either. I don't think that they're that good either. I think it's just going to be like a 24-10 to 10 type of victory, and I'm very concerned about the 13.5 and the 14. I think the number is right. I think it's too close to call, so I'm going to same game tease it like I always do and just keep on doing the things I've always done, stick to my guns, you know, it's like, fielding a ground ball, right? You know, keep your head down, get your butt down, get your hands down, and just watch the thing into your glove, okay? We're just trying to go to the free throw line and knock one down, all right? Seven and a half or eight, depending on the number you're going to get here. We're going to tease it down. I got eight. I'm comfortable with eight. Steelers minus eight, and the total to 46, and we're taking the under. It's going to be an awful game. It's going to be very much like the Sunday night game, in my mind, with the Browns on the road at the Giants. I expect kind of a repeat of that. I mean, maybe they score six points. I just I don't think this is going to be a very good game for Cincinnati's offense, given who's playing at quarterback. Now, I've not bet these two props, but if you want to jump on them, Eric Ebron over 36 and a half yards receiving. That on our prop bet uh, predictor is number three. Bet MGM's got it at 36 and a half. The projection is 47 and 47.1 yards receiving for Eric Ebron. I know he drops the ball all the time. However, the Bengals are not a good football team defensively, and Ebron is a guy who's gotten at least 30 yards receiving in 10 of his last 12 games, including over 43 yards receiving in seven of them. Again, he has to catch the football, but given that Ben Ben Roethlisberger has not looked great throwing the football deep. The dink and the dunk into Ebron, I think, will happen. It's not a very high high number. Ebron over 36.5 yards receiving tonight against the Bengals. And then, this is kind of a, you want a flyer prop bet. How about Ryan Finley over 1.5 interceptions at plus 150? That's at DraftKings, but you can shop around. I think Ryan Finley may have an awful game. He may just be horrific. I can easily see a couple of interceptions. Uh, I just think this guy's going to be in, in over his head, and it's going to be really, really ugly for him. So those are two bro- two prop bets I'm staring at if you want to throw on some extra stuff on this game for Monday Night Football. But the official play is the same game teaser, eight minus eight Steelers under 46 for tonight. Now, one NBA prop bet I want to tell you about. So... According to a sports talk show host in Houston, Texas, who works for the company that I work for, Gal Media in Houston, okay, he put out a tweet on Sunday morning that I think is pretty interesting, and I think you're going to have to pay attention to it. John Granado is a guy that I've known quite well. John Granado tweeted yesterday morning, who does middays for ESPN 97.5 in Houston, the company, it's owned by my company that I work for, Gal Media, as well as betting pros. I know it's confusing, but Granado wrote, an impeccable source says the Raptors and the Celtics are now the favorites for James Harden. It'll be a package for Pascal Siakam and more, or Jalen Brown and more. The Rockets number is 35 wins right now. 35 wins for the Houston Rockets. If they trade James Harden, they've already traded Russell Westbrook, 
they're going nowhere. And I don't care who they bring in, they're going nowhere. They have a new head coach, they have a new general manager, and trading James Harden is essentially punting on the season, and they will start again, they will start fresh, and they'll look to build around the player that they bring in, whoever that may be. I love Pascal Siakam, and I like Jalen Brown. Can they carry teams by themselves? No, not yet. I mean, Siakam's developing. He's older. Jalen Brown, definitely not. Not yet in his career, but he's a very good player. I like Jalen Brown a lot. Very smart player, very articulate guy, very socially active. He would fit in very well in the Houston market, and you can market around him. He's exciting. He's fun. He's not James Harden, okay? Both the Celtics and the Raptors are petrified that Giannis Antetokounmpo just signed the max deal, and he's sticking around for a long time. So now you've got to contend with that. Whether James Harden blows up your locker room or not, you got to try to figure out and roll the dice, and hopefully he fits and it works. Uh, the Boston Celtics have too many wings. They've had too many wings for a while. James Harden in Boston would be really interesting. I don't know if James Harden works with Brad Stevens, but maybe. I don't know if it works with Nick Nurse, but maybe. I get why both Boston and Toronto are heavily considering it because they've got to find a way to keep keep pace. But the win total for the Rockets at 35 wins we're going under 115. I got it at Circus Sports at minus 115. You can see where you get it. I'm going to go a half a unit here. I'm not going to go a full unit because Harden's still on this team. So what happens if Harden is not traded, if it, it doesn't happen? But I think right now it's worth the flyer right now on the under for a half a unit for the Rockets. Under 35 wins for the Houston Rockets, just given the fact that I think this team is going to wind up pretty bad and I think that they're actually expecting to wind up pretty bad if they trade away James Harden so again 35 wins if you can get below that if you can get you know you can get or above that rather 35 and a half 36 wins I would jump on that because I think the Rockets are going nowhere fast and I think they're under 35 wins is a good number so that's the second we went over with the Warriors for 36 and a half we're going under with the Rockets at 35 wins. Remember, it's a 72 game season, okay? So, essentially 35 36 wins is 500. Without James Harden, heck, with James Harden they might wind up going 35 wins, but without James Harden, that team is not winning 35 games, okay? That's not happening. So, let's go under Rockets at from minus 115 for a half a unit for the Rockets coming up this season. So, those are the two plays officially and the two prop bets you can watch coming up here on a Monday. I'm back every day. I will be around. I may not be in the Discord chat as much. I'm going to try to decompress a little bit here on vacation, but you got it every day, even on holidays, even during my vacations. You're going to get the Daily Juice podcast each and every morning right here on bettingpros.com. My name is Matt Peralts. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt, and we're always brought to you 